Hello and welcome to a new podcast through Fox League. It could end up a little general. Adam Peacock alongside Brian Fletcher. We call it the life of Brian and Adam. I don't know if that's a good enough... Uh, the life of Brian and Adam. Yeah, but in brackets, Adam. Yeah. The life of Brian, as in like the Monty Python thing. Yeah, I know who. I know that. <laughs> but isn't there something we can use with Peacock? No. No? Okay. No. Not if we can... Have you got a nickname? Does anyone ever call you... Either they call me whatever they want to. Right. Yeah. You, don't have a, you don't have a nickname as you, a kid growing up? You don't get much of a say with a surname like Peacock. You yeah. just let people go with whatever they want yeah, to call right. you. Yeah, you, you, That washes away really early. Okay. What about like a family nickname? Because I'm Kirby in my house. Kirby? Kirby. Why? Well, apparently in the 70s, uh, I was born in 74. Yeah. Uh, the wrestling was big. <laughs> and the rest, there was a guy, an announcer, his name was Kirby. And so my, I've got four older brothers and so they would practice on me as a wrestler. They said, I'll get you, Kirby. And I had to run around and they yeah. would pick me up and throw me against the lounge and so forth. So I'm Kirby. Yeah, I don't so much have – in my house, I don't so much have a nickname. I just get a look given to me. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Here he comes again. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the first minute or so has summed up what this podcast yeah, is about. Yeah, exactly. Not much. but nah. <laughs> Maybe a nah. bit of rugby league. We'll have a guest later on, but we're just going to have a yak about some of the things that are happening in footy. It's a lighter way to end the week. It's yes. on a Thursday. Um, Maddie's got his serious footy podcast yeah, on how, Wednesday. How, yeah, how, how that'll happen. Why don't we get a start? We're, by the way, our listeners, we are – how would you describe this, this room we're in? Uh, retro. <laughs> no, nah, there's servers here. It's like a, it's like a cleaner's cupboard. Yeah. We're in a cleaner's cupboard. <laughs> well, you know what a cleaner's cupboard I looks do. like with I your do. Um, day job. But no, we're just going to talk about a few things and look ahead to the weekend as well. Um, you're going to have your uh, tip of the week as well. You don't know that yet, but I'm going to get you to give us your Perfect. tip of the week as well. But um, what have you made of the footy? So far, it's a pretty generic, general question. Have you watched many games? I have watched some games. It's been uh, it's been enjoyable compared to this time last year. Remember last year when we had the crackdown on the on the uh, referees oh, blowing the up? Remember that? Yeah. So I think I, I, you know I'm not a stats man. <laughs> I'm definitely not a stats man, but I know Michael Ennis is, and he said on average seven games, uh, seven penalties a game lighter than th- this time last year. Do you believe everything that Michael Ennis says? Absolutely. Yeah? Yes, I do. Have you seen him, how good he looks? <laughs> He's a very knowledgeable man, actually. Yeah, he, he loves his footy. He's so, into it. So we do believe in what he says there, but it is better. I mean, so There's more tries, obviously. Yes. Um, none of those. I mean, last year they were going for goal. God, that shit me. You know, when they, they get a penalty and <laughs> it, you just could – I mean, if you could gamble on the games. <laughs> if you could. <clears throat> uh, you could put – I mean, it was just – Penalty was, goal first. Penalty goal first all the time. Yeah. So um, – well done to the referees. We got what we wanted. Yeah. Should that be a rule change that you can't have a penalty goal first? There's got to be a try first in a game. No. You're okay. Happen to all those people who gamble on it. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Maybe. I mean, they always look at every year. They look at the different. There's no sandbagging anymore. Do you know? Remember what the sandbagging rule was? No. Remember it was a couple of years ago, Sam Burgess, the sandbag. Yeah. So if it's a player lying on the ground with the ball, hasn't just say it was a loose ball, he picks up the ball, he doesn't get up. And Sammy Burgess dropped his shoulder. Oh, yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, it's called sandbagging. That's what it was called. Not teabagging, sandbagging. <laughs> Thank you. That was for, used after. Thank you for quantifying that. Yeah. I've got a rule change that I had put to me a couple of weeks ago by a mate, and I'd carry it forward here to the public domain, that when a, a player is in risk of getting 10 in the bin... Yes. Sorry, when there's a try scored, sorry, when it would result in 10 in the bin but they can't get the double jeopardy because the try has been scored. Yes. You know what I mean? What about if the team could go, no, we won't take the try 
we'll start again on the 10 metre line with a fresh set, but that player is going to the sin bin. Okay, so you're you're talking like the scenario penalty try scenario. Yes. Okay, so you can either go, yes, and I'll take the try every day of the week. Yeah, but then you're still playing against 13 men for the yeah, next 10 minutes. Matter. Depends who the player is. Yes. Depends who the player is. I'd like a little captain's choice run in there. I agree with yeah. my mate about it, and yeah, chuck it in. What's your mate's name? Lee. Go on your Lee. On your mate. What does Lee do? <laughs> Shout out to Lee. Uh, Lee, I'm not sure. Lee, I'm not sure what Lee does, but he got engaged the other week. <laughs> He's a mate of yours? Yeah, yeah, he got engaged. Oh, he? Yeah, no, a bit like John, our producer. Yes. He's put us together. John has just told us he wants to stay away from the microphone. That you, John he got engaged by hiring an MG, which he said he won from work as Mark a Mark Guyer. <laughs> no, it's a car. A car, sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's taken his lovely now bride to be out for a picnic. Yes. Which would raise suspicions immediately with my better half that you're taking me on yeah. a picnic. We've never been on a picnic yeah. before. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they've gone horse riding. Yeah. So I I seem to remember a famous occasion when you went horse riding. Uh yes. I know your State the, of origin. the origin. Origin. Yeah, okay. Can I tell can I tell this story? We've got time? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it was 1999. It was my first Origin series. But when you're a kid and you hear these folklore about Origin camps mm. and you get on the drink for four or five days and you go out and you, and I'd heard about all these stories because Brad Fittler obviously was playing at the Roosters and he told me about it. So all I wanted to do was play State of Origin because four days on the drink, right up my alley. Anyway, I finally get picked, 1999. They changed the coach from Tommy, mm. who loved a drink, yeah. into the teetotaler. Junior Pierce, Wayne Pierce. So Wayne Pierce has got the gig. First day in camp, I'm pumped. You know, I'm ready to get. When are we get the drink, Junior says no drinking. So I was devastated. And was we said, what are we going to do? And he said, we're going to go horse riding. So we went out to Kangaroo Valley. So again, it's a million miles away. <laughs> and we're on these buses, a dry bus, obviously. We turn up. We're on these trail horses. Now trail horses, are obviously, exactly what they do. They just sit behind each other and follow each other. Right at the back, we had Terry Hill. Now, Terry Hill grew up in Alexandria, Zetland, inner city, never driven a, uh, ridden a horse in his life. And the, the, the instructor said, just make sure you stay behind me because if I go, everyone will go. Anyway, here comes Terry Hill on the outside. He was like autumn sun <laughs> pouring down. <laughs> off he goes, everyone else's horse goes. So I was about fifth in line. I could see what was happening. I jump off. Mm. Poor old Robbie Kearns and Brad Clyde didn't get off. Okay. Clyde, he tried to, but got his ankle, his foot caught in a stirrup. And the last thing I saw him getting going across the paddock, at least like El, remember El Caballo Blanco? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he he wasn't getting up, just pumping along the. His oh, head was oh, just oh, in, oh. he was knocked out, and Kernsey, Robbie Kearns, our front row, dislocated his shoulder, missed like 12 weeks of, of the year. So, needless to say, Origin 2. Bourbon and beefsteak, five, <laughs> five nights in a row. And how many times have you been to horse riding um, since? Never, no. never. So, Jono, I'm glad he got something out of it. No. Yeah, Jono, the producer, congratulations yeah. to him, and he doesn't know when the wedding will be. But Will we get an invite? Sure. <laughs> now that we've made this into a story, perhaps we might. <laughs> you might get called back up to MC it, and you can tell that story yeah, again about your horse riding expertise. Um, just back to the footy, I went to uh, Manly on the weekend, and I'm a Manly fan and watched us get absolutely belted by the Roosters until we made a belated comeback and it wasn't really on. It just ruined people who had 13 plus. But oh, yes. the Roosters were very, very good. But the story out of it for me was being back at Brookvale. Yeah. And I love the joint because I've grown up going there. Um, love the hill. Love the community aspect of it. Love taking my kids there and them feeling a part of it. You can hear every hit on that hill, on the ground. It's fantastic. You're just in it. 
Then you couple it with the news last week about relocation. Yes. And for me, it's it's a no-brainer. You don't relocate. You just make two new teams and, and carry it on from there. But got me thinking, if you were to relocate a site, mm-hmm. if you were one of the players, where would you want that team to be relocated to? Okay. Okay. I would say Vegas. I would become the... Not practical. Though, <laughs> no. Okay. Look, we've gone to Perth. No, you can say anywhere in the world. I'm saying Vegas is not practical because you wouldn't have a squad. Oh, I can like, go anywhere yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Vegas, definitely. But, like, how are you going to rock up every weekend and play as a professional athlete when you're surrounded have by Have a look that? at the ice hockey team. The ice hockey team. First professional team, and they made the playoffs. Mm. So I reckon Vegas – I love Vegas. You think rugby league Vegas. and Vegas equals something good? Are you serious? Have you, have you seen the videos lately? No. I, um, I Personally, it was, a, it was a personal question. I love Vegas. You don't have to do all that. Yeah. Bizarre. What just, else is there to do in Vegas? Um, there's uh, the Hoover Dam. <laughs> You're going to play games in the Hoover Dam, are you? No. I, I love Vegas. Uh, yeah. That was my question. That or uh, Koh Samui in Thailand. That's my two. My two favourite destinations. Okay. What, like, what are yours? Shanghai. I reckon the Chinese would get right into rugby league. They would. They would. Hang on, hang on. The AFL tried to do it. They don't, they don't like AFL? Yeah, AFL's a little harder to understand. I think the Chinese would appreciate two big blokes smashing into each other and doing that about 200 times a game. Well, hang on. So is, now you've – I thought it was person, my personal feel, like mm. if I was a player. But Shanghai's a great city as well. I've never been to Shanghai. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very okay. good place. Yeah, no, I don't think they would. I don't think they'd get into that. Do you reckon they John Rebo all those years ago said that rugby league was going to be big in China. Yeah, I know. So here's the opportunity. Yeah, Relocate okay. Take a team to Shanghai. Got to go it's close enough. It's not too far. Vegas is a bit of a stretch. I mean, it's a six. What about the juniors? How, what about the junior leagues coming through the pathways? Yeah, you'd have a maybe a feeder club in Hong Kong. Yeah, Macau. Yeah, yeah. right. Little little fellas running around. I don't know. The Chinese aren't a big race, are they? No, well, they can. But they can be. Well, there's 1.3 billion of them. Yeah. I would dare say that some of them would be physically capable. Of playing rugby league if you, tra- if you train them in a certain way. Okay. Now, soccer's their thing, but going to, as I call it, football games involving Chinese sides, they get right into it when there's a bit of, you know, afters or it gets a little physical. Now, I know right, it like- can't get too physical in football, yeah. but they do like that side of it. That's why I think they're right okay. picking. Well, I, I'm happy to go over there. Okay. Cheap handbags, cheap golf clubs. <laughs> New shoes new as shoe. well. I like my new shoes, don't we? Another big thing that came out of the weekend was um, Robbie Farah's rig. Yeah. That got talked about because Benji Marshall made the salient point that he is actually maybe 40, but he's got a rig that looks like he's still 20. Mm. I saw him actually. I was on holidays with the kids and he was at the entrance and he was walking around with his shirt off and I went, he looks in good enough nick for the season that's coming. So good okay. on Robbie Farah. And he's had the start to the season that he has. Um I want to know from you, does a good rig correlate to a good footballer? No, I don't think so. I mean, um, one of our uh, colleagues here, Gordon Tallis, yeah. the Raging Bull, yeah. you know, he's he's a brilliant player. The Fabulous. career he's had. Outstanding. You know, he's um, team of the uh, – he's been inducted to the Hall of Fame, actually. Mm. Many, many awards. He has a body like a dog. We call him dog's body. <laughs> you'd look at him and you'd just go, Yuck. <laughs> but you get him out in the field. So there's a there's a different thing. There's, you're strong in the gym, yep. but then there's footy strong. Mm. Justin Hodges is the same. I played with Justin. Wouldn't lift a weight. Even if he did, he, could, he wasn't well, very strong. He never lifted a weight. No, didn't lift a weight. But he was just brutally – he had the big long arm, the big fence. So he got the big levers and the big big yeah. hands, big dukes. And some players are just – have got that 
football strength mm. rather than looking good. I mean, Craig Wing, fantastic player. He got both. Yeah. But he's got everything. Wingy. Good looks, good body. I mean, uh, you know, Sonny I, Bill Williams. Sonny Bill. Oh, there you go. He's yeah. a prototype yeah. of just awesomeness. So were there blokes that thought they were a lot better than they actually were at rugby league because they had a good rig? Uh, yeah, there's plenty of them. Yeah. There's plenty of them. Luke, Rickard- Luke Rickardson. <laughs> now, Luke went he all right. played over 300 games. Yeah, he played for Australia and Ireland. Yeah. And if we've got any, if you people out there, listeners, if you ever get a chance to Google the World Cup 2000, have a look at the Irish um, national anthem and have a look at our Luke Rickardson singing the national anthem. Humming. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, it's the best footage you'll ever see. Go on, you, Luke. Good man, Rico. So who, who had the worst body that you saw but actually could be ca- called capable? Not, not an immortal, yeah. but capable in rugby league. Um, who had a really ordinary rig? Uh, Peter Cusack, yeah, aka Harry Lads. Uh, Harry Lads, Harry Lads, yeah. He had Harry Lats back in the, like he was like eighteen. He got Harry Lats. So he think that was Harry Lats. Um, Hind Hindmarsh, Hindmarsh. Hindmarsh. I mean, we've seen we've seen it numerous times on TV. <laughs> Too many times, I think, and you as well. Yeah, I go all right though. I go, all right. I, go I look all right. No, but it seems like you don't need an excuse to, to take get your shirt off. Well, I mean, you know, the producers hear it. Sickos and weirdos. So I would say, uh, yeah, Nathan Hindmarsh is... Fair enough. But Robbie Farrah, good to see him going so yeah. well. And the West Tigers as well. My arm's burning, by the way. I got bitten by a... a, a I think it was a spider this morning. This morning? Yeah. Look it's at, not like Paul Ann Hansen's tick bite, is it? No. What happened there? Well, that's why she said she couldn't make that press conference about the, the NRA and One Nation. Sorry to get all political. Sorry, yeah, we liked it. Yeah, <laughs> get into politics. So One Nation have been done by Al Jazeera USA. I saw that on an undercover sting for saying that uh, – well, not saying. They got done in another undercover stings for trying to elicit funds out of the NRA, the gun lobby over in the US, that is very controversial because yeah. it won't want the gun laws changed in the US with all the problems that they have over there with weaponry. But they've gone over there to try and get some money to fund them back here. So it's all blown up, of course, because you – well. First things first. As long as, as well as Pauline's face. By the <laughs> it's illegal. And Pauline's, Pauline's apparently not front of the media yesterday. And everyone's saying, oh, how weak's that? She's the leader of the party and she's not faced the music for, with, I think it's Steve Dixon and James Ashby, the two guys that got done in the video, who then went on to say that, oh, yeah, well, we were just on the, like, we're on the source. So sorry about that. Oh, Things happen when we're on the source. That was strange. But Pauline uh, didn't rock up because apparently she got bitten by a tick and her face is just inflated. Right. So she doesn't... Maybe, maybe that's been my problem the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> so you've got a spider I've got a, I'm looking at it now and my arm's getting really hot. Mm. So if there's any listeners out there, this is not live, but no. maybe you can tweet me or... Well, when we record this, I think it's going live in about 20 hours. So in the okay. intervening period... I may, be, Brian I may be brown bread. ...passed away. No, so I was, I was... Where was I yesterday? I was out west. I was at Castle Hill. Yeah. Shooting? So far, no, no, I was working. I was working yeah. And I was sitting down on a park bench on the phone. I looked up, I got like a little nick. Yeah. I looked down and it was a spider. I didn't, I didn't flick, I flicked it off. Mm. So but it's gone all hot. And you can see like it's red. <laughs> That's not good. And nasty. <laughs> That's not good at all. No. Nah. I'd be getting that scene too. I know. Yeah. I've got another rash. Can I show you the other one? <laughs> no, thanks. It's not, nothing to do with a spider. Though. Sorry. One last one before we get our guest in. Uh, it, this is not so much rugby league, but I want to touch on a, your thoughts on what happened. Um, Ravi Ashwin, the man cat oh, man in the cat. IPL. Everyone's yeah. seen it. Josh Butler got done, the English batsman. So he's 
I think it's really, really bad because he wasn't trying to gain an advantage by getting out of his Correct. crease and, and Ashwin's just done him in. Yeah. And by the letter of the law, yeah, cool, he's out. Yep. But everyone's looking at it, or 50-50, but a lot of people looking at it, including the great Shane Warne, saying that's just not on. What are some of the lower – I won't call them dog acts because I think dog act is the wrong term. Yeah. Because dogs are good. They're loyal. They They're are. wonderful parts of society. Some, some sh- something bad shouldn't be called a dog act. A low act. Yeah. Some of the low acts. Maybe a low act in rugby league that shouldn't be – Um. <laughs> I don't know, like maybe uh, having two sets of books. <laughs> Not so much that's off the field. I can't think of anything in rugby league. What about, oh, you know what I did it's say? Plenty that, off the field, actually. That, uh, yeah, that's a low act. What about in the tennis? I saw Kyrgios do it the other night. The yeah, I don't arm. know. I don't you don't have, have a problem with that? Don't have a problem because the opponent's, the opponent's facing him. He can see what's happening. Yeah. So it's his fault if he's not paying attention or her well, fault. Well, it's the same as a cricketer. Fault. The cricketer should be, you're always taught, look at the bowler as he comes over and then take right. off. So you're you're now... No, I reckon I'm, I, no, I'm with Warney. Yeah? Ordinary act, unsportsmanlike. What about AFL? Playing AFL. <laughs> what, just full stop? Full stop. Full stop. Full stop. Once saw you at an AFL grand final. Where yeah. I, I let our listeners know about this. That was my this. one and only game <laughs> I've enough, ever been. That we were at the MCG. It was West Coast and Hawthorne a few years ago, yep. I think it was. And uh, Andrew Dimitriou was happened to be two seats in front. Now, this is... Uh, he's a fair way removed from being AFL's CEO. So he's just cruising around, consulting. Just saying. This was the time when rugby league was going through a few issues with the great Dave Smith. So Brian Fletcher, two rows behind, has decided to try and coerce Andrew Dimitriou out of retirement by saying, Andy, come and work with us. And it wasn't just the once. And after the first time, Dimitriou's turned around, seen the great Fletch and given him the... You know, the, the little grin nod as if to say, I acknowledge you, thank you, I'm having a great time, but please don't interrupt me again, thanks, and turn back around. Mm. Of course, our good friend Brian here decided to, over the course of the next three quarters of football, because I'll get to what happened in the last quarter in a moment, decided to just keep on badgering this guy. He, he had the worst day at the footy he's ever had. He would have been brilliant though, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, he would, he would have been. He's very, he's very good. I, I like him. And yeah. he's selling. Uh, Not sure. I he see likes- him on Instagram now. He's like he's involved in the Bitcoin game. Oh, is he? Yeah, in the cryptocurrency. Did you get involved? I in got that? involved. Yeah. Yeah. Burnt. Bought them high. Still got them. <laughs> now they're worth nothing. Funny that. Well, I don't even know what they are. Another question for the listeners: Tweet me. What's Bitcoin? At bitcoin.wtf.com. <laughs> and later that day, um, we into the third quarter. We turned around and we went, "Where's Fletcher and Ironmarsh?" I've gone into the Olympic Bar, one of the institutions of the great MCG, one of the great sporting venues on this planet, and someone has decided to give Nathan Hindmarsh a Sharon footy. And next thing you know, I walk into the Olympic Bar, and there's 20 metres away, they're playing kick the kick. <laughs> and they got yeah. a bit bored with the game, we obviously. Got, yeah, well, the game was over. That's when uh, Hawthorne, they kicked away. Kicked away. I, I met Gil, too, Gil McLaughlin. I was asking him about his career. Beautiful hair, Gil. Tried to get him across the road. Beautiful. Right? No, I didn't. I don't think he's as good as uh, our man Demetrio. <laughs> and then we went to the um, famous uh, September club. Yeah. Got kicked out of there too. Yeah. And, and walked home with no shoes. Actually, I got a lift home with the police. No. Yeah, got a lift home. I, a I, legitimate lift. A legitimate not a... lift. Not, not, not arrested. Yeah. They gave me a lift back to the hotel. I had no shoes because I got blisters on my shoes. Remember, because we bought them together at the <laughs> airport. <laughs> we bought <laughs> shoes together at the airport on the day because oh, is... we both had sneakers. Um, but... And ever since 
Brian Fletcher's never been. You're like the Demir Dokic of AFL. Your, your, your photo is at the entrance of every venue for AFL around yeah, the country, it, not allowed back in. No, well, yeah. I give it a good nudge. Oddly enough. Um, Morlow acts, I've noticed one in golf once, um, the, the old two-ball trick. So one ball, you bash it out of bounds or bash it into the bunda, you go over and find it, and then you, you, you get the other one, slide it through the undies, down the pants, it dribbles out the bottom of your pants. Oh, I found it. Well, you you know that Oak, I think it was Oakley. I'm not too sure. I don't want to say it was Oakley and it's not. But they came out with a golf pant um, that for that reason. No pocket. Uh, they had a pocket, but there was a, a little hole in there that channeled down inside of your leg out in, yeah. That was the You do realise. It's not Oakley. So it wasn't Oakley. Oakley. It sounded like Oakley. Because <laughs> we do have defamation laws in Australia. Now I know. That's why I'm retracting. Retract, retract, retract. <laughs> retract. It, it sounded... It, I think it rhymed with Oakley. <laughs> it was a different breed. Jokely. Jokely. Uh Car racing, sugar in the uh, petrol tank of your opponent. That'd be yeah, a good one. Yeah, but is that real? Like, this has happened on an international... Like, this is not... Oh, like, keep, it, keep it within reality. Keep it within, like, not professional sport. Within a, a marriage breakdown that, that could happen. That, well, that can, that can happen. <laughs> you know what? You throw the keys in. Any, any other low acts? Um... No, what can I think of? No, I can't think of anything. I saw one with horse racing a long time ago where... Oh, yeah, the jiggers. Two, <laughs> the jiggers. The jiggers. Two, two jockeys going in a finish and one didn't like the fact that the other one was getting ahead. So he decided to... It's a fair bit of horsemanship. Maybe Robbie Kearns could have done with this bit of knowledge before his, uh, before his trip in origin camp. Grabbed the leg of the jockey going past him and held on to his leg. So... Pulled him, pulled him back. Pulled but him that's back. obviously against the rules. Yeah. And this man cat wasn't against the rules. Yeah, true. But that's what we're, that's what we're trying to get to, aren't we? Mm. And we haven't got there. No, we haven't. <laughs> good, good session. Standing. <laughs> good session. Let's get our guests in, and we'll have a chat. One of the him. great guests. Yeah, our special guest this week. Um, if they're. Well, if there's going to be a podcast beyond this one, it could be our one and only guest of all time. Uh, ben Iken, co-host of, uh, no, the host of NRL 360 uh, weeknights. Hello, gents. Fox Lee. Hello, Benny. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear I'm only the special guest this week. I didn't want to come back and do this again. No, no, no. This is a very <laughs> much... makes a, me nervous. This Why? You are looking a bit... Uh, relax. Your body language, his arms are folded. Looking yeah. good, though. Yeah, thank you. You saw off the sugar? Yeah. 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 Sugar free. Oh, what about off the uh, drink? No, I don't mind a, an odd Scotch whiskey occasionally. Yeah. Billy Moore reintroduced me to alcohol a couple of years ago. I must have thought I had a tough week on the show, and we fly home together from Sydney to Brisbane every Wednesday night yeah. after Legends Night, and uh, he got me a Shivers Regal on the rocks yeah. in the Qantas Club, and I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Smoky? I, I find him a better parent yeah. after a Scotch whiskey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much calmer. <laughs> Give better advice. Lagavulin is your go. Really? Yeah. You've added Lagavulin? Is that a single malt? Uh, double. <laughs> is there <laughs> such a thing? Yep. That's why it's very unique. <laughs> it's unique <a new laughs> too. No sugar. Hang on. Let's retract that. Let's retrace those steps. No sugar at all. Now, I'm a, I was a person who, post my playing career, uh, thought you could eat exactly the same as you did during your playing days and not put weight on, and I mm. found out that... That wasn't 
the case. And so somewhere in the months after I retired, someone handed me a book called Sweet Poison. And I read about three chapters. I said, that, that makes sense. I'll give it a go. So I plated about 93, 94 kilos. I met a girl called Sweet Poison in Vegas. Okay. Not the yeah. same person? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. So <laughs> read the book, tried the no sugar and dropped about four kilos and continue to drop weight. And now without the sugar in my diet, you know, I don't have to do the old portion control like Fletch and <laughs> right. can't put weight on. Yeah. So, yeah, the sugar is obviously something in that. It's no, something. It's big style. Yeah. yeah. Well, not you know, that we're against sugar. I mean, I, I, no. I, I love a chocolate bar as much as the next person, but it yeah. does make a lot of sense. Yeah. The sugar lobbies everywhere. Just be careful. Yeah. What about the uh, Steviet? Is it Steviet? No, I'm not into that. No. Nah. The what are yeah. you? It's, that's, it's that's, the natural sweetener. Yeah. Yeah. I like your, your extra. I like Equal. Equal. No, 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 no. Yeah, but it's the natural version of equal. Oh, right. Yeah. So where does that come from? I don't know. No, I haven't. Why are you on this podcast? I haven't. Talking about sugar. I haven't. You don't know where it comes. I haven't from. drilled down on that one yet. <laughs> hey, Ben, is your uh, your day job basically of uh, host of NRL three hundred and sixty? What's been the biggest story that you've talked about this year that you didn't want to talk about? It's clearly the sex tapes. Yeah, yeah, that was quite confronting. Um, not for the reasons you think, but it. We actually went a week early this year, and I'm pretty much convinced that uh, we came back the week before the week into the comp starting so that we could kind of clear out all this stuff that happens through the rugby league off season. Yeah. It was, it got to the point where I'm still confused why, you know, with everything that goes on in the world that people are aware of, um, no matter if they see it in any other, other industry or read about it being done by anybody else, the moment someone in professional sport gets involved, mm. they are outraged <laughs> and shocked like it's mm. never happened before. <laughs> You know, so you've got to balance uh, your real-world knowledge with the fact that you're responsible for covering this particular sporting code mm. and put it in the context of what it does to that particular sport and which sometimes takes you out of the real world and puts you into media world. Um, but that was a great way to start the season, I felt. Yeah, It didn't affect the um, numbers, though. That's amazing. Isn't it? It's... Like, if that happened in, in, say, soccer or football, as you like to call it, mm. what would be the reaction, do you think? Uh, say if it happened in a, a football stronghold like England, yeah, same, same thing. People Just still watch thrives, the game. Yeah. People can separate. I think now people can separate what I see on the pitch to what happens off the pitch. Or I, I've or got field. four kids, and through the entire rugby league off season from hell, and this is the god's honest truth. At no point did any of my children despite the fact they read the papers every day and hear the conversations between mum and dad about what's going on, ever quiz me mm. about those stories. Yeah. And it, it's for no other reason I say that than I just think sometimes the parents worry about the effect that these things are going to have on their kids a thousand times more than the kids actually worry about it themselves. Yeah. I, I, I think it just goes straight over their head. Have your kids got Instagram? Yes. Social media? Yes. Do you, do you monitor it? We try to. Yeah. Yeah. They're private accounts. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I know, but there's some, my, my eldest girl, 14, some of the things that I see, not on her timeline or her, but friends of hers or acquaintances of hers, it's, it's outrageous. You need a double take, don't you? Oh, yeah. Did that really I, happen? Did that girl or that really young boy that. really yeah. do that? Yeah. They're off in their own little world. I mean, same, but to a lesser extent, different kind of story. Alan Stadich, when he got the, the, the bullet from the Matildas, 
Um, not once did one of my kids, like all the, the journos and all the, you know, the people who overthink it in the professional space about a story like that are talking about it, saying it's a disgrace. Oh, how did this happen? Let's find out what happened. Whereas kids, they're like, oh, when's Sam Kerr playing next? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they can separate it better than perhaps we can. Outrage is a habit now, don't you think? Mm. Mm. We're just all screaming at each other. No, no. Yeah, screaming to be right. Have you been to, have you been to my house? <laughs> <laughs> Who, like who's impressed? Who's impressed the most so far? Teams or players? Both. Both. Any? Both. Uh, Commentators even. Yeah, won't go there. Uh, <laughs> Kenty, I, t- I tell you what, you've done something to Paul in the off-season. He looks good. He's smiling. Lighter. He's happy. Lighter. You reckon yeah. he's lost a bit of weight? No, I mean in his soul. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Soul. Mate, I've, uh, I've really enjoyed him. I've really enjoyed his, uh, his company this year. His I'm, commentary, his assessments. Uh, he's just – His he, tone. He looks a bit happier. Is there a reason? I don't know. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't talk much, Paul. I try and, okay. try and get a bit out of him. He knows I know. Yeah. But I won't go there. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Don't act surprised. Don't act surprised. I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, of course. It's his private life, Brian. It's entirely private, private life. It's so I'll go the Parramatta Eels and Blake Ferguson. Yep. They've gone double. to the same organisation, mm. uh, the Parramatta Double. I, seriously, I had the Eels finishing wooden spoon this year. They still I, can. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll happen, though. Mm. And this was a team that was devoid of leadership last year. Wooden spooners, mm. and I saw more of the same this year. And trying to rebuild, they go out and get Blake Ferguson and Junior Paulo. And I'm thinking, if you want to rebuild your club, they're not the top two names on my list. You know, that, that was my initial assessment. And I've got to be honest with you, we've actually got him on NRL 360 tonight. Blake Ferguson has been a revelation. I did not think, coming out of that premiership-winning rooster system, working under one of the best coaches in the game alongside... Cooper Cronk and co, that Blake Ferguson could reproduce what he did last year. And he is. Tell you what ticks me off about it all, though, is that Blake Ferguson, the, the headlines after he plays really well on Sunday against the Dogs, is that, oh, he could sneak back into New South Wales. I don't care. If I'm, if I'm a para fan, I'm like, great, he's doing great for my club. But this total overappreciation of what it might mean for origin as part of the narrative. It's just another adjective in, yeah. I think, in rugby league, is that if you're going good enough, people say, I could make it into origin. Yeah. Because it's the jewel in the crown. Yeah. So take it as a wrap. What, what about the other side? I mean, now don't he's so gone. angry about it. Just, <laughs> get he, off the he, sugar. He don't be so chook. angry about it. He leaves the chooks. Do you think yeah. the chooks are going to suffer a bit? Do you think they're going to... you, you still got them favourites? <laughs> didn't look yeah. like it at 28-0 against Manly oh, no. <laughs> on Saturday night. I had a Roosters-Broncos grand final before the season started. and Like uh, 2000. Yeah. When we give it is. <laughs> Give it to me. Minus eight points. Yeah. <laughs> but you did make 64 interchanges or 70 interchanges. Did we? It was unlimited interchanges in those days. Brilliant. Webby went off the Webby off the kickoff, one run, get off. Remember I went off? Simon Benetti, elbow to the head. Oh, he's a thug. Yeah. The Nets. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Griffith now. He's a rice farmer, isn't he? Yeah. Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, funny how much rice you can put in Kenworth tyres. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, Ben, move on before we get in trouble. Uh, where were we? Before we got the we good teams uh, and who's going to play in the grand you final. Had, you had the, uh, the Roosters and the Chooks uh. in the grand final. I think the question was, can the Roosters produce again? I think their biggest problem at the moment, was, which is a genuine first world rugby league problem, is that Luke Keary seems to be going better without Cooper Cron, Yeah, you know, and, and they've got a state of origin player on the bench. They yeah. Can't get any. It's... Yeah. Well, they won a grand final with Cooper Cronk there, but not there, so. No, I know. <laughs> you know, so how Trent Robinson manages that to continue to get what he got out of uh, Luke Keary against the mm. Seagulls, 
with Cooper Cronk back in the side may prove to be his biggest challenge, which, as I said, is very first world. Benny, thank you very much for dropping by cool. and giving us some footy because we didn't Pleasure. talk much footy in the first no. 20 minutes. That was fine, though. Can I just ask? Oh, I don't have to do this podcast again. You were so good. <laughs> hang, on, hang on. We've got the tweets coming in. They want you to stay. This isn't live. Yeah, one from the Australian Sugar Lobby. Yep. I can. You're dead. <laughs> Watch your back. Before you go. Before you go. Are you a maths fan? No. Oh, maths as in no. married, married at first, first sight. sight. Uh, yeah. got, I know. You don't watch it either. Nah. Goodness me. Better things to do with my time. No, that's great. Like knit or something. All right. Yeah. So All right, Ben. Well, you know, <laughs> thank you. Good luck. Good luck. I like thank you. I like how you what you're doing with yourself. Yeah. Games this weekend. You, you mentioned Ben um, that you've got Blake Ferguson on tonight. This podcast goes out on Thursday, so it was last night. But there'll be repeats. We we'll look forward to hearing what Blake well Ferguson's well got hosted. to say. Um, we've got Brisbane Broncos uh, and St George Illawarra start us off on a Thursday night, and then after that, it's the Matty John Show. Um, Correct. Blake, who are you dressing up as this week? I'm not dressing up this week. We take. We've got a new segment called Day Release where we take uh, players, coaches. Uh, Close to the bone for rugby league, isn't it? I know. It was, we thought it bef- we thought about this before all the incidents. And we've got Cameron Munster. We go axe throwing down in Melbourne. We've never done axe throwing. Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> but tune in anyway. <laughs> now, we play a game called uh, the Axe of Truth where he turns his back to the target. And while we're doing that, we put certain people's faces up and he turns around, has a second to look, and whooshka. And the the results are surprising. So it's a subconscious thing. Subconscious, yeah. you see the face, you either go. And some players, he decapitates <laughs> one dude that you probably understand why. High profile? Super high profile. Good. I like it. <laughs> yes, the acts of truth. So that's the Matty John show after the Bronx and Dragons. You've got uh, Canberra and Newcastle to start Friday and then Para Roosters. Uh, Manly over in Christchurch should be an emotive occasion that against the Warriors that's a home game taken by Manly over there um, the Cowboys and Sharks sorry Benny no just before I go I know you're doing some housekeeping there but you know Matty John's got a podcast it went to number one in the country last week yeah. what's the tip for this one 208 number one, number hey? one. 200 top 10 no. Ash Barty's in the top 10, so I'll be happy with that. Yeah, I think we're going to find out who actually carries who on the Matty John show. Does Fletcher carry John? Sort of Ooh, yeah. the other way around. Yeah. Goodness me. But ours is just put through our little Fox Sports digital platforms. His is like Daily Telegraph. Yeah. You know, oh, really? Rupert Murdoch's probably tweeted. Maybe if you, uh, what about if you become a full time member? What do you reckon? Boom, boom. <laughs> As we were saying, God, North, North Queensland and uh, Cronulla on Saturday night, then the Penny Panthers and Melbourne Storm, Sunday Arvo, West Tigers, Bulldogs and Souths and Gold Coast to round it out on Sunday night. with the Can I ask Coast. before we let our special guest go, give me two morals on, on this, on this <laughs> That's weekend. That's your question. Who's my, I Ryan's went in the Fox the Sports Survivor competition. I think I had the Rabbitohs over the Titans. Uh, you're talking about this round? Yeah, this round. Yeah. Two morals. Rabbitohs over the Titans. And got to be immoral. Uh, I'll go Broncos over Dragons. Okay, yeah, mm. we're happy with that. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep a record of this. Okay, yeah. well, he won't be back, so I don't know. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Good I'll luck. go. I'll go. Brisbane to beat the Dragons. Yep, and then in an upset. In my did, day job. Did you ask him? No, no I didn't. didn't. But this no. is what we do here. Okay. This is what yeah. we do here. Yeah. It's just opinions we're matter. Yep. It's they don't like matter. But you're, no, we're, you're the only one allowed to speak. <laughs> I'll go Allegic Brisbane. environment When are here. you coming on? Get me on. Hindmarsh oh, 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 oh. did a couple of shows last yeah, year. get me on, bro. No. Get me on. Watch your ratings go up. <laughs> Through the roof. Now we turned up one day with some notes on a, a, a brown sandwich bag that he did that day in the cafe, and we bagged him that much that next time he came back, because he only did two shows, 
he wanted to appear smarter, so he stole someone's pad and opened it up for the show. And, and in it was nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> sounds like Nathan. Yeah, it sounds like Nathan. Brilliant. We'll uh, give you a run. Yeah. I've seen your show. Okay. You need it. Bronx to beat the Dragons, and it's a Brisbane double at Suncorp Stadium. My day job's the A-League, so I'll go Brisbane to upset Sydney FC. So nice little double for you there, Brian. Okay. Thanks for having me. Good on you, Ben. No, I want to go. That's <laughs> so, all right. What, just, what, what's, what are you doing now? Uh, I'll go up and prep for 360 because yeah. I know it's Thursday, but it's actually Wednesday. Mm. Last show of the week, Billy Moore, Luke Lewis. We can ask Louis about his um, call on the phone with Buzz. Yeah. Who do you reckon wins that fight? You've had Buzz on with the... Yeah, the bag he's got a stent in his heart though. Last word, four, four stents. Last word, and he's a lefty too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Last word, always with Buzz. Yeah, <laughs> Can you get Buzz and and Louis on together. We tried. What happened? Who no, pulled no. Out? Uh, I think, I think Louis said no. Yeah, I control his emotions. Yep. Fair enough. That means it was going to get physical. Least on 360. Oh, least yeah. At least he's honest. One last one, Brian, before we Hit wrap me. this up. Your tip of the week. It doesn't have to be pertaining to football. It can be about life. Give us okay, I've got one. I've got one. Griffith. No. No? Sung J.M. Huh? In the golf this weekend at yeah. the uh, Coralies, I think I pronounced it right, in the Dominican Republic. Top five. Okay. Get on him. Top five. To finish he, the top five. He's the North Korean golfer? He's, he's Korean? Yep. He's South Korean? South Korean. And he's 20 years of age. Guess what? Guess when he turns 21? Sunday afternoon, born at 4.58 p.m. He'll be 21, just coming up the 8th. 18th. Wow. It's an omen. Is he wearing Oakley pants? Probably, I hope so. Is he North Korean? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> no, because I've never heard of the tournament. <laughs> it's, uh, it's on the PGA. I feel like you, Sung just, I feel like you just made that whole thing up. Yeah, it's at the Coralise <laughs> Pantacana uh, golf course. Have you holidayed there? I haven't. I'd like to go. <laughs> Dominican Republic. We talk about going to China. Dominican Republic. That's us. We're done. Good on your Ben Iken. Thank you, Brian Fletcher. Thank you. I'm Adam Peacock. Hopefully we'll be back next week.